0: He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel.
1: Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I'm Evan Wexel and this is a podcast where I interview a different Facebook friend every episode. At Awkward With Evan on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And of course, you can download old episodes on Apple Podcasts or Spotify in every single single episode at AwkwardWithEvan.com. So, it is one of those episodes where I dive into my Facebook friends and bring in a Bon Jovi fan. Uh, bon Jovi recently wrapped a tour that was all of April. Um, didn't really hit the main spots in necessarily like New York or California or Chicago, but a lot of like, you know, the, the southern belt, I guess, of the country. And uh, there was a lot of feedback about that tour. So I brought in Lori Broslavsky. Um, I'm not sure exactly the moment when we met. I'm assuming we met on fan club trips, we try to break down how we met, um, but then we know we recap our fan experiences, Uh, she goes into the time she met John Bon Jovi, I go into the time that every time I've met a member of Bon Jovi, I've made an ass of myself, so I will go through all of that, we're going to talk about, you know, the state of the band, uh, missing Richie Sambora, seeing what the 40th anniversary will bring, and uh, just, you know, we we uh, when when two fans talk Bon Jovi and you know this was easy because Lori has lots of stories. Um, she just kind of let it roll and uh, she definitely uh, great great person great fan and uh, you know she asked some honest questions but uh, she's she's definitely uh, loyal to the band and and we're actually also going to ask has she seen her last Bon Jovi show so we are going to dig into all that and without further ado here's my chat with Lori Braslavsky. It's, it's a socially awkward uh, Bon Jovi fest, I think, today. Uh, I have re- recruited one of my many uh, Bon Jovi fan friends from over the years. And we're going to catch up. I don't know if we've ever had like a long conversation, but we're about to. So we'll see how this goes. Okay. Lori okay. Broslavsky Hello there. You're in New Jersey.
0: I am in New Jersey.
1: As expected. Do you like John's New Jersey versus everybody t-shirt? I do. Yes. Now have did have we met have we met on like fan club trips back in the day? Or
0: I believe maybe once and I don't know where, but I <laughs> want to say, I want to say once and I couldn't get near you because they were they were mobbing you,
2: really rightfully
0: what? so yeah, because you're a funny guy
1: so oh, this was on a comedy thing you saw me?
0: no, at a at a either a fan club thing or i I'm not sure it you was
1: know. I mean there were we had the days at the embassy suites in Secaucus, so that could have been it that was fun. Uh yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, the, all the all the all the banners on the balconies were so cool.
1: Yes. That was the, cool. the, the Mrs. B era. Oh uh, uh,
0: yes. Uh, uh, the era of of you get a show for a really good price.
1: And you get a hotel. And yeah. you get a couple of hotel get buses to the show.
0: And you get fed. You get fed. But even if it was just a fan club ticket, you were in the first three rows for 77 bucks. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I
0: think, think Ticketmaster fees, if you buy a, a four pack, are more than that now. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen, yeah, there's, have you haven't done like the JBJ experience or anything like that?
0: Oh, I have throughout the years.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, but and
0: then, I'm. Not, I don't need to go to everyone. Like, right. as, like as there's fans out there. They need to, you know. I was kind of like embarrassed. Like, oh, I'm here again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, stalking
0: uh, you. It, it felt stalkerish to me, but it's it wasn't. It was just to be with. I don't have to tell you the nature of the fan club was. Right. We had our own environment aside from show day. You know what I mean? For yes. John, it was show day. For us it was an event. It was a girls' vacation. It was a girls' night out. Yeah. In your case, and, and some uh, you know, some other fella uh, you know, fellas that were yeah. in the fan club, like, you know, Luca from Italy, Yes.
2: Brian from
0: Jersey, and you mm-hmm. know, few and far I mean, of course the lion share is female
2: mm-hmm. of the fan yeah. base. Yeah,
0: you know. So we we made that an event and the show was just the cherry, you know, yeah. on top.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, have you been tempted to go to any of like these recent ones that they've done, no. like in FARD Now, No. I I would go for the get together, but I just wonder if I could create like a like an old school reunion something somewhere.
0: I I think I I think we could, but um, I've stopped. I I scroll past uh, media swipes. you know, different news outlets from the different places that Bon Jovi's played. Right. And the, the music is on point. Felix is amazing. Right. Um, there, there's something off. And I, I feel bad as a fan for all the years that I was where, uh, you know, Bon Jovi's a well-oiled machine. He's a perfectionist. Everybody who was like in The group of the fan club knows how particular John is with presenting a perfect show to his fans. And he really is very committed to that. I still believe he is, but I, I think maybe because of COVID they didn't get to work out the kinks and how to figure out how to give that perfect show because his energy is there. Yep. But, but the negative press is, was just, making me depressed about my memories, So I stopped, I, I just scrolled past now, because yeah. I want to keep those moments that you're speaking of the John, jo- you know, John Bon Jovi experience, the backstage experience, mm-hmm. the little one-offs, the private shows, mm-hmm. the fan club gathering at the, you know, Philly soul. Uh, yeah, you, I know, that.
2: Yeah.
0: You, you know, um, th- I want to keep those memories intact because uh, I know this sounds stupid it, it kind of sounds stupid a little bit, but uh-huh. proud to be a fan. Yeah. And now everybody's coming at me like, oh, what about your boy John? I don't know him. You know what I mean? <laughs> just because I've met him three times doesn't mean I know him. But it leaves a diehard, true, long term fan wondering, what up?
1: Yeah. Would you agree? I I I just continually miss Richie. And yeah, I think it would be able, it would be, it wouldn't be too big of a deal if if he was there. I mean, obviously, there's probably some uh main, high maintenance. I'm I'm assuming, but I just right. what 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 frustrates me is there's I can tell there's still acrimony there, even though like you'd be lucky to have Richie as a friend, and and would be like John, I have nothing but good feelings toward one another, I'm like, right? when's the last time you guys had a conversation or like, yeah.
0: exactly. When's the last time Probably you detected... the... Yeah. I mean, it was tenuous at the rock and roll, right. uh, the rock and roll hall of fame inju- induction. Right there. I, I don't know if because I was looking to see what was occurring between them two. I actually found that tension or yeah. if it actually existed, you know, I mean, I mean, th- the, the fact that they were friends for so long, Right, and they were business partners for so long because Bon Jovi is a business, you know, right, right, and a brand, and a brand, a very, very, very Midas touched brand. Uh Everything John touches, Midas, it has a Midas touch, and and that's my that's my issue. This is not golden. What's going on? Yeah, like, and and it's it's cringeworthy, and. Like I think, oh my God, is there something wrong with his hearing? Oh my God, is there something wrong with his throat? You know, but yeah. he has those experts around him that would correct those things. I.e., Keith Urban, okay. he had the he had the he had the throat surgery oh, wow. when when his vocal cords became shredded. Like I don't know, I don't know enough about it. Yeah, I just know the outcome from other artists, and I don't know. Maybe John had that. I don't. I don't know. He doesn't call me, and you know, there used to be. <laughs> <laughs> there used to be a group of us that would call in for everything Bon Jovi on PLJ, oh, yeah. and certain certain people would, you know, the radio station in New York. For those people yeah, that yeah. don't know what it is, yeah. it was the premier, you know, rock station in in New Jersey until they changed format a little, and then eventually went off the air. But we used to, you know, so many of us raise our kids like getting them ready for school on our lap while we're trying to dial the phone, trying (laughs) to win, you know, went into like, um, PLG's, PLJ's sweet 16 at the hard rock, you know, and Bon Jovi was going to be there. You know what I mean? Like for anything that they were going to have, we were all like dialing. And, um, I actually wrote a lament, like a poem about like, like here I sit with my hair a mess, like whatever. Um, You know, and it was, it was called the PLJ Lament and Michelle, I I know, you know, Michelle, she kept that going for years, but so many, there were, there were certain girls that always won. They always got in. Mm -hmm. So we would say they had their pink phones, like they had their pink princess phones, like they had the magic phone. So I digress, but it was because John doesn't call me on my pink phone and tell me what's going <laughs> on. With him. He just does He just doesn't, you know. And I would never say to him, "Dude, what's up?" You know. Um, he's yeah. an approachable person. You know yeah. that he's yeah. he's an approach approach, and he, Look, I grew up, in, I was born in Brooklyn, but I was raised in Jersey from the time I was two.
2: Yeah. I'm a
0: Jersey girl. Yeah. He's a Jersey boy. I yeah. was a mall rat <laughs> when he was a mall rat. I only got like, I've only got like uh, 10 months on him. I'm 10 months older. Okay. I was born in January, 61. He was born March, 62. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: March 2nd, same as Dr. Seuss. Oh, All good go. Bon <laughs> So, um. <clears throat> You know, I was raised in the same era. I did the same thing John did Mm -hmm. as a high school student or, you know, um, a teenager, except I didn't aspire to be a rock star, you know. But but I understand his mentality because I was raised during the same, almost the same exact era, like really, only 10 months apart. Yeah. You Know we did what we did. You drove around, you had the same friends every Friday, Saturday night. Yeah. You know, like that commercial that's on TV, it says, uh, to get your lung screened. It's like we <laughs> had a standing date with the same friends every Friday, Saturday night, and we smoked all the time. And that's true, right. it's true. You know, and New Jersey is famous for its malls, right. and we all do that. You know, flannel shirts, jeans, you know, mm-hmm. uh, converse. And I, I actually other than the flannel shirt, I have jeans and my Converse on today. So nice, old habit. So, you know, so, die hard. But so, I don't. Yeah. Um, I I I just think he's because of the error. Like he's not one of these contemporary artists who it's like almost overnight, and mm-hmm. for them it wasn't overnight.
2: Yeah.
0: And um, and I did digress, and I'm sorry, but I do believe that. I really wish it had. It didn't happen the way it did with Richie Mm
2: -hmm. in the
0: middle of a tour. I would think that they were friends long enough and business partners, and brothers in arms because they they've declared themselves to be that. Mm -hmm. To say, John, you know, like, you know, or Richie, what's going on? Are you not, you know, is it time? Do you want to move on? Or John, I I need to move on, you know, or whatever. I would. I would. So I think the sting of that Mm -hmm. lets the animosity linger in fans eyes or ears Mm -hmm. and we kind of pick apart everything they say about each other Mm -hmm. but the best the best interview i heard with john just john yep was howard stern was howard stern
1: Oh, like before the hall of fame or after it before it
0: yeah um before it and john said Dude, you're going to have to ask him. That's a story to tell, and I think that was the re- most real, honest moment. Yeah. And that's John. It's like because he doesn't talk out of school. They don't air right. a dirty, band, dirty laundry and stuff right. like that, right? You know, you know, you know. Right. And and that's good. You mm-hmm. know, and that's that's great for a brand and yeah. your success and whatever. And if you want to watch, you know, infighting, you know, watch Real Housewives any franchise been, that just satisfies that crave.
2: Yeah. But,
0: um, you know, I just, I don't know. And I, I know it does, this, this sounds terrible. I just felt that the both of them, both of them owed us more than Richie quit in the middle of a tour.
1: Right.
0: Not that they owed us an explanation because none of my business. But a lot of people, like you say, you still mourn Richie's empty spot.
2: Right. Yeah, it's it every show.
0: Hundreds of thousands. And it's like, oh, man, why? And you're left to speculate and, you know, not give it life. But in the beginning, it was like, oh, my God. Like, what happened? Mm-hmm. You know? And because we were along for the ride for so long. Yep. And I don't. But I just thought that was very real and very honest of John. It's like, you, you know, you're going to have to ask him because that's his story to tell. Yeah. You know, and I I thought that was really good on John for, for doing that. So I don't, I don't, so some of it I think is posed or scripted. It's like, Oh yeah, we're, you know, we're mm-hmm. cool now. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're so cool, why aren't you, you know,
2: yeah.
1: I mean, you, you know, know no,
0: no offense.
1: Yeah. Phil X is great. And I think, you yeah, know, Sh- Shanks is great and Everett's great. Uh mm-hmm. You know, they they, 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 could, they could all be on the same stage like they were in the Hall of Fame. So I, I just think with the 40th anniversary of the band coming up in like a year or two, he said, John said there's going to be a box set, another one, digital, I guess. But, you know, I figured why, like, maybe he would extend the olive branch, but, you know, who knows, Richie may live in a bubble and does his own thing. Um, right. Yeah. I saw him. He actually, he came out, he did a charity interview appearance for, uh, on Fox news actually. And they asked him at the end, like, you know, hopefully you'll be playing again soon. Cause I know you're retired. And then like, Richie's like, Richie was about to correct her, but you know, they went off the interview. Um, but right. you know, people think he's retired. I mean, I, I mean, I heard, I, I have my RSO tracks, uh, but apparently there's another album in the works, um, oh. but, you know, things kind of, but I just feel like, you know, things drag a little like there's not as much like urgency as like when John has about, you know, we got to get the machine rolling, Richie can kind of like chill out and, you know, when he wants to release something, he'll release something. So.
0: Right. And and another, I say, I I didn't hear that. And thank you for, you know, giving me the heads up on that. I heard about the interview, but I didn't actually watch it. Oh. Um, Also, Richie selling his steak.
1: Yeah, that was weird. Wait, he sold his that's songs surprising. to a company that, like, I guess, yeah. buys them for. That's weird. I mean, if he's just supposed to like, if he's felt like Bon Jovi or the band is an upsetting uh, influence on him, and that's his way of right. Like, it's like getting I want like when
0: you right when you quit a job and you say, "Oh my God, if I ever hear that company name again, I'm going to kill yeah. myself." You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I just felt like he was like like uh, shedding himself of any connection to Bon Jovi when it's your legacy, man, yeah, I mean, uh, my husband, and I asked me not too long ago to yeah. name my top ten uh, Bon Jovi tracks? rock guitar players oh, and got it. and rock singers, yeah, you know, and yeah. uh, Richie was on both lists,
2: yeah, yeah,
0: I mean, I really and and John. I mean, from us looking outside in, it didn't seem like John ever gave him a hard time regarding his solo projects. Yeah, and and during their downtime, Richie would do his like solo gigs, which I've been to. Yeah, and 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 then coming back into the band, he even I mean, John's the boss. I'm going to say it this way: he, you know, he allowed that on the set list.
2: Yeah,
0: you know, that was that was a highlight. Of a lot of the shows for me to hear strangers you know, stranger in the sound. Yeah. Knowing that it was coming, you know, because I yeah. go to so many multiple shows right. night after night right. after night. You right. know? So yeah. I I knew what I was gonna get and I was very, I always looked very forward to that. So I don't know. Mm. I yeah. don't know. But neither of them has dogged each other. Yeah. So is I don't know. Does does that give us fans or uh, hope that mm. someday I've, I I would know.
1: always keep that. I'm not letting go to the someday. I just feel like there's still, I think more mm-hmm. that needs to get squashed before right. that happens. Well, even if they're, they're like, and,
0: and no one's getting younger. Right. You know, John's 60 yeah. and Richie will be... Was 63 or something? Or? No more than that. Oh, really? 63. Yeah, yeah, you're right. 59. The reason yeah. I know that, <laughs> it, it was th- three days after my boss who unfortunately had passed away back in twenty twelve. Right. And uh, he my boss was uh, seven seventeen fifty nine and Richie was seven eleven fifty nine. Mm-hmm. I know way too much. <laughs> now <laughs> that I think of it. And you're, I'm sixty one I still remember that. So you're good at math. Good on me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know when David Bryan's birthday is and I don't Feb- know. February G- seventh or Pico.
1: Richie's July. Know? I forgot Tico. Tico. Is Tico March? I got to look it up. Or maybe he's like, I don't know. I no
0: John's I'm March, Richie's July. July 11. Uh, I don't know, David. March 7. I, David's the only only band member I did not meet.
1: All right. Before I get back to Lori, I want to tell you about the best way to support this podcast it is by going to patreon.com slash funny Evan. That is a website where you can support creators on a monthly basis for as little as a dollar a month. You can support Socially Awkward um, for like $5 a month. There's various reward tiers. $20 a month, I might change it to where if you are support for $20 a month, you will get a free t-shirt from Socially Awkward. Uh, There is a new t-shirt line that will be coming out soon under my Funny Forever Tease title. And uh, there's definitely some socially awkward stuff there, um, but if you can support uh, for, or certain tier values, I will send you free stuff. So go to Patreon.com/FunnyEvan for all of that. You can even have title sponsorship, and I'll say your name every time I release an episode. All right, enough break from Bon Jovi. Let's get back to talking Bon Jovi with Lori. Oh, okay.
0: I've, David, I have never met.
1: I've technically met. I met John. Richie and Tico, uh, no, John Richie and David, all in very different circumstances. Right. Um, yeah. What? Give me your your John and
2: meetings. Like, when was the first one?
0: The first time that I met Don Bon Jovi was. You know, there were three.
1: So when was the first one?
0: Uh, elements. Oh, Not back the in the Elements Lounge, no way!
1: So he did like a little show there, or he just showed up?
0: Oh no, he—it was a planned uh, appearance, fan club event. Oh, good. You know, and it was a listening party for oh,
1: God. a new album. Was it for like a
2: bounce or something?
0: Let me think on that a minute. Mr. Okay. and Mrs. B were there. Oh, good. So it had to be, John was wearing, in the first picture I have with him, John was wearing a Silly Soul shirt. So that mm-hmm. started in 03.
2: Okay.
1: Um, the album after Bounce. Bounce is like 2012. Now I have to look.
0: Yeah. No, I think, that was Bounce then? I don't know. I don't know. if It definitely wasn't Circle. Maybe it was. I don't. I don't know if it was having. I don't think it was Cirque having. Nice was day. until
1: two thousand nine. Let me get this figured out here. What
0: was two thousand and three? Two thousand and four.
1: Bounce had been out, and then Have a Nice Day was two thousand five. But That's- there was the box set. I think in two thousand four. Like the a million Bon Jovi fans can't be wrong. One hundred million Bon Jovi fans.
0: Yeah, we we didn't have a listening party for that. Yeah. I want to say it was for have a nice day. Okay. I want to say, I'm not
2: okay. I'm not
0: sure. Because I had seen them in Philadelphia. Yep. for live earth. Yep. And they actually sang have a nice day with the original lyrics.
2: Oh, what were they, But I was already the knew different? the new
0: lyrics what
1: they change like some verses around
0: oh yeah yeah a lot and and john always joked they should never leave me with the masters because <laughs> <laughs> i do think <laughs> i change things and i drive everybody crazy but because he wants it perfect right but i they, remember uh say it
1: isn't so. so that song say it isn't so like it was something about like santa claus and superman and he changed it <laughs>
0: Yeah.
2: yeah,
0: but they had been on an award show. Mm-hmm. I can I don't know what it was for. Was it MTV? I don't know. John had on like a brown velvet blazer that looked really <laughs> nice.
2: Yeah,
0: um, and it was "Have a Nice Day." With like the, the live, original lyric
1: Live Eight was it? it was, like li- I, I don't know because I have a file. No, of... it was
0: an award show.
1: I okay. It was
0: an award show. It was an award show, but in Philly, they sang, have a nice day with the original lyrics before okay. John changed them. Okay. And I I like both,
2: yeah. I have
0: to admit. Yeah. But I'm, it's not my brand, so it doesn't really matter what I like. But I do, I like them both.
1: So, you know? And so, Ty, and, so um, meeting meeting one was Elements, and then what was meeting two? With John, elements, elements again,
0: elements, and then <laughs> and then the Philly Soul game. There was two elements. Oh yeah, of it. yeah, yeah. And um, uh, Tico, I met at. Oh, what was the name of the place? Mm-hmm. Oh God, it
2: was
0: in Lodi. It was. Uh, trade no, not trade No, no. Oh no, oh, like. Oh my god! I'll never forget. July of two thousand. I want to say it was just before my mother died in August. I saw Bon Jovi at the Trade wins for twenty five oh dollars, and it yeah. was amazing. It was amazing. It was twenty five dollars for that ticket. Um, Sound Garden in Lodi. Oh wow! It, it's now called Rise. It was yeah. like a club. It was a club in the 80s, 70s, seventies, eighties. But w- when it was Sound Garden. Um Tico, you know, was the the drummer for t Ross and Another Pretty Face. Mm-hmm. And they did a show. And my husband was the bouncer at Soundgarden. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to work with you. Nice. So so my girlfriend came up from Philly, the Philly area, mm-hmm. North Sound. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, when Tico left the building to have a cigarette, so did I. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I met huge um out in the parking garage, walking back to um walking through Times Square from the Nokia Theater show. Yeah. yeah. Um I he was he was waiting for a taxi. He's I was really like, quiet. Well I'm right nice. John, John doesn't give you a car. Yeah. And he was, like, tired and everything. I said, would you just mind signing my ticket? He goes, none at all. I said, thank you. And I let him go because he was just, like, you know.
2: Yeah, he wasn't answering
0: yeah. anything. He was done. He he just worked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah. So that's – but I never met David. And I wish I did because I play piano. Oh. Oh. That's, that's my story.
1: I've had only embarrassing – very
0: nice.
1: I've always made a fool of myself. There were two instances, actually, where I met Dave. Uh one instance <laughs> I I made a fool of myself was uh there was a yeah. time I was following them around on tour a little bit in oh one, oh two, maybe. And we right. went in Chicago, we went to like the hotel where they were at. And I and like, you know, the they the security tried to keep the band away from the ladies, but they're like, John just went to the bathroom. You should walk in the bathroom after him. And what? I yes, yeah, so I like I walked into like this fancy hotel bathroom you know, un, undeterred. And, you know, I was, oh in a, I was in a stall next to Dave and Dave was telling this crazy story. And then I just kind of jump in and I say something inappropriate about what he was talking about. And Dave just kind of stares at me like, what? Well, I think John is laughing in like the stall, so, but then I'm like, I'm going to leave. That was, that was dumb. And then, and then the other time I was a, a real douche to Dave, was David Bowie was doing, this is right before the Misunderstood video shoot, which Dave was wearing a David Bowie shirt for the video. Right, Bowie, right. Bowie, Bowie played a, a set in each borough. And I think I was in Irving, not Irving Plaza. It was a Beacon Theater maybe. And I was like, in the, oh, cool. I, I was in the second or third row because I worked for the New York City Marathon and, and it was like a marathon tour Bowie was doing. So I went back ah. to Dave Bryan in like row nine. I'm like, Hey man, you want to change seats with me? And I, I don't mind. I mean, I'll sit nine. You can sit row three. Yeah. But I was, just like, yeah, I was such an idiot. And then I tried to, I tried to save myself by, I, I really like Lunar Eclipse. It, it was a good, it was a good album. Uh, Dark Side of the Moon or whatever. Not Dark Side, but you know, other side. Uh, of the, some the Moon. The Moon was good. I, you know, I was being an idiot. <laughs> so, I do find that. I do find I make myself I, an idiot. I make an idiot of myself I'm in cool, every instance I'm I meet cool the band. I,
0: yeah, I, I'm cool if I can. If I know, if, if I know it's coming, but if I don't know it's coming, yeah. like I met David Wells in the parking lot at Yankee Stadium an hour after his perfect game.
2: Wow.
0: Talk about tongue ties.
2: That's amazing, Yeah. I no,
0: didn't I'm know a- what to say. I was blue. <laughs> You know, and he signed my daughter's glove and my game ticket. I was like,
1: thanks for the college education. Yeah. <laughs> the the last you know. t- yeah the last encounter with any member actually was Richie because I went to his LA solo show at the music box when he did uh Aftermath of the Lowdown Live. I
0: love that I- album.
1: That's a great album. And someone they didn't give me their VIP, but I think they said there's going to be this post party there. But I went by myself for like a few minutes and yeah. I ended up going in the same, uh, same elevator as Richie and like his publicist and whoever. And then I'm saying something to Richie and like the publicist, is like, what are you talking about? But I was saying like, because now I'm like, Richie, I, I do guitar comedy like you. Here's my biz- my my website card. <laughs> but I'm such an idiot because... He's, I show you why he wants to meet all his friends right now. He just did a great gig and he wants to meet his friends, but you know that's that's the kind of thing you do now.
0: I do to, you know what I said to Richie when I met him? What at at the living room in New York when he was with Oriancy? Oh yeah,
2: she's nice. I you knew
0: he said. You're gonna crack up. I'm just Okay. Sister. How's Joan, his mother? <laughs> <laughs> because Joan and her sister. Whenever we were in the pit or in the circle or up close fan club, we were always sitting with like family members that's right, you know David's family a lot, and like Paul Emil and his wife,
2: oh yeah yeah, um, yeah.
0: um for one of the Gi- the Saturday night Giants show when he mm-hmm. they opened up uh uh I don't know if it was when they opened up met life,
2: yeah. I, I, I didn't go to any of those I don't know. Days, it was Saturday
0: night show. I was yeah. sitting in like two rows in front of me to the left was Richie's mother and his aunt. Wow. wow. Before she passed Of course, before she passed away. Right. And one one seat over for me was Kiefer Sutherland. Ha! <laughs> oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And so uh, we were always like amongst these And they'd be like, oh, someone, oh look over there. That's David's family. Or oh, look over there. There's Scott." You know? Yeah. Um, at one of the giant shows, uh, oh gosh, I'm starting to blur my, my life. <laughs> uh, Heather Locklear uh-huh. was side stage, but from where we were sitting in the, in the, the front when the, before there was pits. Right. Um, Dot was behind us. She was actually pregnant with Romeo. Oh. So it had to be like, I don't know. I don't remember. 2007, 2008. My boss okay. was still alive because I took, I took his cousin from Poland because she'd never seen Bon Jovi. Oh, wow. But Heather Locklear was on the side of, on Richie's side of the stage, of course, but there was like a curtain. You know, remember they had the video screens mm-hmm. for that tour? I don't remember what tour it was. Mm-hmm. But it was Richie video screens and then a wall where John would take a walk on the catwalk. But behind it, you could see backstage, side stage. Mm-hmm. And you knew it was Heather Walker because when she turned sideways, she almost disappeared because she was so thin.
2: Okay,
0: <laughs> but you know, total, total California girl. You like tube top, yeah. You know, like lounge pants, like total, like yoga pants. It was, it was totally cool. But yeah. that's the other thing I was going to say. I guess from him living on both coasts, mm-hmm. East Coast and the Left Coast, right? Um, I think. Richie was always cool, but he got that California chill yep. thing going on, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Because there, there is a there is a difference between the energy in New York and and LA or other um, right. major cities in California. Um, there's a you know, there's a much more chill attitude from people that I meet from California. Yeah. You know, some people interpret it as bohemian. I don't. I just think it's <laughs> it's, a, it's a slower pace of life. New York is very bohemian, depending yeah. on where it's going. Very, but it's also very high, high energy. Yes, and I don't see California. I don't know. You're in California, right?
1: Yeah, but I still retain my New Yorkness, my New Yorkerness enough. Well, I that's
0: think. what I mean. But there, yeah. you know, but I think a little bit of it rubbed off when he was living by coastal.
1: Yeah, that Malibu, no. that Malibu atmosphere. Malibu Malibu's very nice. Yeah.
0: Malibu millionaire. I think he's now, I don't think he's in
1: Calabasas now versus Malibu. I mean, they're in the same area, kind of, but they're both like.
0: Oh, is that where he is? I don't know if he's now in
1: Calabasas. Yeah. I think he's now like in a gated community in Calabasas, but who, I, I remember he's in Malibu too. So who knows? Who knows? And I then like he John in, maybe had a place in Malibu like, back in the day.
0: Oh, I don't know. Probably. I would, I would imagine. Yep. Why not? Why not? You know, but it seems to be Florida these days.
1: Yeah. Really. That's that's yeah. Cause his parents are in like the West Palm area. I think John's parents. Right. That's good.
0: Yeah. I, but then he built that house. I think it was in West Palm, wasn't it? Or Palm. Uh, oh, I, don't
2: I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't
0: know, but then he flipped it and bought down the street from Howard Stern and Bob Kraft. That's some house. Oh, where's that? In good for you, No, in Florida.
2: In Florida. Oh, okay, good.
0: And yep. I don't know. I don't know what they call it there. Yeah. But it's like a millionaire mile, you know, or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, yep. but Bob Kraft and Howard Stern, but the house that he built, you know, yep. uh, initially, I forget yep. where it was. Yeah. um Fort Lauderdale or something and I do the you giant
1: know. the giant one in uh in Jersey in Red Bank oh
0: saw. god that's such a beautiful house yeah that's such it a beautiful huge. house I mean Kudum you you realized your dream like I think that's great I really do and what he does philanthropically yeah come on um, yeah come on Oh, uh, have you been to the soul kitchen's
1: I've I've maybe driven by it once. I don't think I've ever like eaten there or stopped in. Oh. well they really do nice. like
0: three barbecue dates during the summer. Oh, but he sometimes shows to up to those. Yeah. John's never showed up to any barbecue. Like without the chili to? cook-offs,
1: maybe? Or I feel like he showed
0: that, up. To that a... that he did. I didn't go to the chili cook-off. Okay. Okay. And I don't think there was one last year. I don't know. I might be misspeaking, but due to COVID, I don't I think there were skips. But yeah. last year, there was two barbecue days, or maybe three, but maybe one got rained out. But I went to two last year. Yeah. And it's such a pleasant environment. Every single person that volunteers for the Soul Kitchen mm-hmm. are such nice people.
2: Yep.
0: No one sits around talking about Bon Jovi. Yeah. It's this open, you know, it's raised bed garden. But their mm. mission to feed people is just wonderful. And yeah. that goes back to, and whenever I go, it's the three of us, me my husband and my son, and we always buy two dinners. We pay forward two dinners. Yeah. So when you go up, you go, this is for the three of us plus two pay it forward,
2: yeah. which
0: makes you feel good. Yeah. And I will like, I joke around with the chef. I'm like, would you like to have a macaroni and cheese competition or a collard green competition? Because I'll take you on. I'm not afraid of you. Nice. So, <laughs> you know. Very lighthearted. They're like, bring it, bring it. You know, very yeah. nice, very well done. Like everything else, Bon Jovi, it's a well-oiled machine. But yeah. the fact that they've fed so many people, and during COVID, how they mobilized
2: yeah. in East Hampton. Yeah.
0: I, you know, you you just got to forgive as a fan. <laughs> like, yeah. if you are really upset about what seems to be off these days, uh-huh. then but that's not all there is. So I am still proud, like I said, proud to be a fan. I still am. What a wonderful human being and wonderful couple. He and his wife are. And Mm -hmm. it's just, you know, and and they don't throw it in the press. When it becomes a news item, it's gone the next day. It's not like, oh, look what what we're doing. He's Mm -hmm. not doing it for that reason. And to help Red Bank and, uh, you know, Tom's River and Newark, you know, College kids, um, everything he did for Habitat for Humanity, Dad in Louisiana, yep. you know, Bon Jovi Boulevard, the house. Yep, yep, yep. You know, if we're in Philadelphia with, you know, I forget her name, the sister, she was a nun. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, they, addressing yeah. the homeless. Address, mm-hmm. But just, but see, this is what makes John Bon Jovi a great songwriter. He's a mm-hmm. great storyteller. Yep. He would tell us stories. And I went to a private event with Keith Urban and the same thing I said, just like John Bon Jovi, he is the greatest storyteller. That's why he can write songs. Right. I mean, and he, would, he really had you in the moment, like mm-hmm. when he happened. So when John was saying he was looking at the hotel room window in Philly mm-hmm. at the homeless people,
2: you yep. know, and he yep.
0: said oh, he, they had to do something about it. Yep. So, all right. So you're croaking a little bit. Okay, yep. you're 60 yep. years old. I don't expect you to sound like you did when you were 30. That's because uh, I don't sound like I did when I was
2: 30 <laughs> or
0: 40. <laughs> right, right. You know, as I get older, my voice gets deeper. But yep. all the wonderful things he does, I'm still proud to say I'm. I'm a fan of Bon Jovi, and they really do get you know from like other fans like of other bands like mm-hmm. oh, would you like Bon Jovi the hair band? Yes, I do.
2: <laughs> you know, but
0: that's my jersey. You know what I'm saying? That's my jersey. It's like, yeah, and because if I don't like, you gotta like Bruce or Bon Jovi, or they take your New Jersey driver's license away. (laughs) That's what I always say. Have you have you been to the rest stop? They're gonna take the license away. (laughs) You know, but yeah,
1: have you gone yet to the
0: the rest area after him? I think he's so deserving of John Bon Jovi rest area? The just you know the cheesequake. Yeah, have you gone there yet? Which is above his house. You know. But um, have you, uh, you been know, there yourself? To the what
1: did you go yourself to the rest area? Have you been there? I have not. Okay. Um,
0: actually, unfortunately, I had cataracts and I could not drive. Ah, okay. So I just got my cataract fixed, you know, because you know, yeah. even though my mind is a little younger, my yeah. eyes were still right failing me. So January, I had my eyes corrected, but gotcha. I I do anticipate. I'm going to see Keith Urban at PNC. Okay, on July 29th.
2: So Taking I hour. fully
0: anticipate. I fully anticipate stopping with my friend, who is also a huge Bon Jovi fan, who uh-huh. is actually there for when they film the Silent Night video. Oh wow! <laughs> to dig
2: and up
0: she that has. She has um, like souvenirs from that day, like whose cigarette butt she has. And <laughs> I think it was Dave's. More, more cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know which one, but she has it, and I won't say her name because it'll bounce her. Right, but right. her and I are going because she wants to see um, Ingrid Andress, and I, of course, want to see Keith Urban, and um, both Bon Jovi said, "You know, we got to take pictures outside the John Bon Jovi rest stop." You know, it's like yeah, required. Yeah. 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 You know, when uh, we had a, do you remember in the fan club we had the boredom threat? It was a, a lot of girls, like, during the day, during our work, uh-huh. um, when we were bored at work, yeah. we would be like, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. We would talk <laughs> about life. And we wouldn't necessarily talk about but We mostly talked about our lives, you know. And um, we had a boredie weekend in Manhattan. Um, and that I did, I have to say. When John lived on Mercer Street, I allowed my picture to be taken outside his front door, you know, downstairs. <laughs> and, Awesome. Nice. That's my stalker. That nice. would be my stalker moment. it
1: Takes a little uh, sometimes. It's part of the it's part of the package.
0: You know, so, but th- then there's the ones that are. You're you're absolutely right. But then there's the ones who overdo it and make yeah. the rest of us look bad.
2: That's okay. There's. But
0: yeah. I think what John Bon Jovi does is wonderful uh-huh. for for people.
2: Yeah.
0: And and I'm I'm a cab girl. I drank cab wine. That's it. I'm okay. Italian. That's what I drank. Their wine is delicious.
2: Hampton so Water? I'm to
0: try it because I'm a fan. Yeah. You know? And it's delicious because I thought, okay, I'm going to take a sip and my husband likes super fruity. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, at least it won't go to waste. For 20 bucks, it won't go to waste. <laughs> and I drank like three quarters of the bottle. I was like, sorry, I left it. was really good. <laughs> like I said whatever he touches turns to gold. Water and to you wine. know what? Yeah. Yeah, literally. And you mm. know what? good for him? And his, you know, they have they have such a nice family, mm-hmm. you know, and he shares enough of that family, you know, mm-hmm. with his fans and you know, like I would never approach him if he was ever with his children. Yeah. Or anything like that. I well, even with that I wouldn't approach him. I really wouldn't. And um you know, he's just a guy, he's a guy from Jersey and yeah. I'm a girl from Jersey and I yeah. get it. Like I said, I grew up in the same element that he did. He was just mm-hmm. down, you know, around Perth Amboy and I was in Burton County, mm-hmm. but we all had the same ideals. So did our parents, hard workers. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always had um really good conversations with Mrs. B and um, Mr. B and not, not about John Bondurli. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not like, I don't know. I'm just not like that. Mm-hmm. I just, not, you know, mm-hmm. but I think it's marvelous what he's doing. Um, you know, whatever.
2: Yeah.
0: And that he's an American. He could state his political views. And just like everybody else in my life, I don't have to agree with you. And you don't have to agree with me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, But everybody should have a voice. Um,
2: yep. But he did
0: say at one event that he wouldn't be the nostalgia band. Right. Pushing it past its prime. Mm-hmm. Pushing it past its expiration date. Mm-hmm. And it gives me pause for thought. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. But I refuse to watch any more negativity, negative videos. I don't need to see it.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I just, number one, I hope as a human being, I hope he's okay.
2: Yeah.
0: But if he's not okay with the amount of hours he's spent in arenas, one would almost think that either his hearing or his voice eventually would just, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, decline and throw in the fact that he's 60. I'm 61. I feel it every morning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're not, you know, and I know he's a fit guy and all that, but he's still 60, <laughs> right. you know, so. That's
1: um, so why you I listen just, to the beginning of God bless this mess. He kind of gets into that. Oh yeah. That's, yeah, and the on the This House is not for sale album. He
2: kind of oh, yeah,
0: yeah, confesses yeah. all that stuff the Oh yeah. Beginning. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But there's there's three things, you know, he taught me how to have three rules in my life. There was a mental health article. Uh-huh. And it was in this very tapered black suit with white, you know, yep. white yep. white, yep. white yep. shirt, you know. <laughs> you know, a millionaire in this really old vintage car. I forget what it was. Yeah. I don't know if it was his Chevelle. Oh, that's a great Bon Jovi story. I'll I'll share it with you in two seconds, and I'll make it short. Okay. Um. That that's the greatest. That's the greatest Bon Jovi story of all time. I forgot about it until I just said the car. Um. Mm-hmm. Um. He's his his three rules: don't leave the house without coffee, okay. don't leave the house without your sunglasses, mm-hmm. and never ever buy a minivan because it those stuff to cool right out of you. Oh, <laughs> good.
2: <laughs>
0: and he's right. I would never buy it. And I never leave the house without myself. Even before he said that, I can't drink coffee anymore. Because nice. I'm an old lady. Nice. But my three rules are everybody deserves a second chance. Mm-hmm. Um, don't lie to me or you lose me. I'll mm-hmm. go up against anything with you as long as you've told me the truth. These yeah. are my children. And number three, go play. That's why they made washing machines. Those are my three rules. What's the last one?
1: Dump what? What's the third one?
0: Uh, The third one was go play. That's why they made washing machines.
2: Okay. Gotcha. Hmm.
0: Go be a kid. I grew up in northern Bergen County, idyllic, 1960s. The Hackensack River was my playground. We would build a dam in the morning and we'd knock it down at night. And on summer Mm -hmm. vacation, we'd go build the same morning. I was covered in mosquito bites and bruises and my bike was my best friend. And so were my best friends with their bikes. And we were always dirty and we had a wonderful life. So unfortunately my children didn't get to experience too much of that because the world, like John said, the world turned mean. But very quickly. Very quickly, okay. story. my girlfriend and I were going to buy tickets. She came up from the Harris, uh, Northtown area, Philadelphia, and she met me at Cheesequake, hysterically, mm-hmm. way before. This is like, uh, so it was, um, we were going to get Southside tickets for the Stone Pony for, I believe, July 4th or Labor Day, whichever one he was doing. I said, meet me, let's have lunch. Let's go to Barnacle Bills. And this sounds ridiculous, but mm-hmm. I'm going to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we could stare at the house that we helped buy, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, I'm I like, remember that. Well, we helped buy that house. Yeah. So I, I said I, he, but I said that I he, I'm a foodie too, so I'll go anywhere for food. Yeah. And um, and to try something new, like I'll drive two hours for like the best bagel store. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like, all well, the girls were saying, Barticle Bill's has really good hamburgers. Let's meet there. Meet me at Cheesequake. We'll leave your car there, and we'll drive there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I had, it was definitely have a nice day because I had the smart sticker on the back of my Explorer, Silver Explorer. So I drove over to Barnacle Bill's and we were sitting in the car for a minute. We get out and we go to go in and the door opens like into us and we jump back. We're like, oh, we're so sorry. And he said to my girlfriend, cause she held the, the door as it like swung and didn't hit her in the face. Mm-hmm. She held the door for him. And, and this guy says, thank you. And she said, you're welcome. So then we went in and um, we went to the waitress. I said, we want to sit so we could see the river up by John Bon Jovi's house. Like we didn't mm-hmm. care. It was like, so what, you know what I mean? Yeah, we're not yeah. doing anything. So we were table for two. She put us by the windows and my girlfriend, I had my back, through the windows by the parking lot. They were like looking out on the river, but you could see part of the parking lot from behind, me. but it would have been behind me. She was sitting facing it
2: mm-hmm.
0: and she goes, what color are the stripes on John Chevelle? I'm like, "Uh, is this Jeopardy? Is this Bob Joby Jeopardy? <laughs> you know what I mean? We were yeah. having like drinks and we were eating, ordering like clams and whatever. So it was just two girls really having lunch. And um, I said, is this, uh, am I going to, what are you going to buy me a drink? Like what? And she's like, no, what color are the stripes on his Chevelle?
2: Hmm. I'm
0: like, I don't know, either black or white. I, 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 the car mm-hmm. is teal. It, mm-hmm. It's so sole, sole bluish teal.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I said, I really, I, you know what? I really don't know. And, and she goes, oh, okay. So we were eating our hamburger and you hear someone trying to start their car. And when I say, that is a door. That is a door. Now I'm like, ah, oh, they're not going nowhere. Like, you know what I mean? Because we could hear it, and um, I was like, oh my god, that sucks. On Saturday afternoon, who are you going to get a tow truck? It was very quiet. Either mm-hmm. Saturday, either Saturday, Sunday, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, so we were we were laughing, you know, which was mean Mm -hmm. and I was like well whatever you know because you normally I'm the helper so I go uh we we finish our we're finishing our meal and uh my girlfriend said right to the waitress whose name was Stephanie oh that was funny (laughs) she said Stephanie does John Bon Jovi ever come in here and she goes he just left Ah. (laughs) excuse me Stephanie so she goes you know what she said to me? Do you know what you want, do? You want to know what he had for lunch? I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, where was he? Like, she goes, his car just broke down in the parking lot. <laughs> ah! Oh my god! Ah! I went, oh my god! She goes, yeah. His manager and his two youngest, Jacob, and I don't know who was with. Robbie, I don't know I if guess. it was Jesse and Jacob. I don't know if, I don't know if Romeo was around. No, it was have a nice day. So it couldn't okay. have been Romeo. Okay. So it had to be Jacob and Jesse. Okay. It wasn't Stephanie. He said right. two boys was just sitting over there with his manager, Paul Corsilius. Right. <laughs> and I went, oh my God, Ruthanne. That was a little blonde boy. They had peanuts that you would get them and you would shell them on the floor. Mm-hmm. You'd leave them on, you leave your shells on the floor. hmm and I walk by this little kid, which was Jacob Bon Jovi. And I didn't stop that with his little like salad bowl full of peanuts. And I go, are you hiding an elephant? Because I'm a mom. So I yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. like, they're all for me. Like I'm not sharing with an elephant. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. What a big boy you are. As I was going to the ladies room. But I didn't even notice it was Jacob because I'm not a stalker. Right. So, but I, <laughs> I could have given John a little roadside assistance. So the moral of the story is: <laughs> pay attention to who walks out the door when you're opening it, and because that's who opened the door to come out. And my girlfriend held the door for John while he was going to meet the tow truck for his car in the parking lot. That wouldn't start. Yeah, there's my bad joke. Yeah. So the only time I really did like make fun of, like, oh, let's go, let's go to lunch there. You know, and we went to the stone pony and we got the tickets and we saw it's outside it's not always about Bon Jovi, but it, it, it was more about the the hamburgers and seeing my friend who, you know, was like the halfway point for both of us,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know? So that's my, so that was my, um, almost like horseshoes and hand grenades Bon Jovi story. <laughs> I could have given, I could have given them a, you know. A little jump start on the battery, and right. he could have gotten his kids and his manager across the river. Yeah, but whatever. Yep. But wow. So, what do you think? What do you, what do you think they should that that he should do?
1: Oh, I mean, I, so I, I think, what I think no, no, do. they should. They, I think they can keep going. I mean, it'd be okay if he like addressed if there was anything. It'd be okay if he addressed it. Um. But I, I do was really, always. As a fan,
0: I do You really need to know about the Richie thing. Do um, you really want to know?
1: What I want to know is, I want to know like if they talk like for real, because I would like just to hmm. be squash because things aren't squashed, and that's all I know. There's hmm. otherwise they'd be hmm. in touch, and you know, obviously, if John would be like, "Hey Richie, we're doing the 40th anniversary tour. You want to come for a few dates?" And I feel like he should extend that, extend that branch, and uh, even though like, you know, the viewpoint is he left and he did leave, but yeah. you know, he's not close to coming back he's never say never and you know i think you gotta give a All little right. and forgive a little and you know it's 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 tough it's tough but i'd like to see uh keep going and uh i hope i don't think i've have you I, have you not seen your last bon jovi show i feel like i could still see them again down the road
0: um i think the jury's out for me because i want to keep my memories intact yeah. i did see the blue shows the Prussia the last right. time around okay. uh, remember the night that they said Richie was backstage and there was all that hubbub I was there that night I actually oh, wow. have a picture of Richie backstage okay cuz I was on the side cuz oh, I wow. had so, I had employee tickets oh good and they were $25 and that's when I went it was very close to what I was used to in the later days like the circle you know what I mean yeah not, yeah 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 you know, well, not sure. like 1989 the homecoming at giant sure. stadium my daughter was 6 weeks and i i had to beg my husband at the time to let me go to the show <laughs> so um you know i just think it was very It was like eh, yeah we're getting old you know what i mean yeah. but it wasn't like oh my god but yeah it, yeah stuff i've seen i've seen two things from the new tour
2: uh-huh. And that's
0: when I have asked not to watch yeah. anymore. So I, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I would do it state, more to, yeah. In its present state, I don't think so. I don't want to ruin my memories. Right. I have really good memories. I have fun memories, not just of Bon Jovi. I mean, like being at the sound check in Philadelphia, that was a cool moment, yeah. you know? But I was yeah. with my friends. It's mostly about the group of yeah. friends like if I'd never see another Bon Jovi show, I'm still going to have these friends from Bon Jovi.
1: Yeah. I'm watching those, um, the back, the recent fan club trips. Like, I mean, I watched the, they like, they stream the, the, the Bon Jovi DJ party and the fans getting together. Like I would go for that, but like at the same yeah. time, I would go also like to perform. Like when I was watching that stream, I wrote probably like five minutes of Bon Jovi material. <laughs> like a up oh,
0: that I would be, that yeah, I would love to do. And, th-
1: and I, yeah, I do it from a different standpoint. Cause like, if I were to go to a trip, I would pack up like my little amp and my guitar and I would do this sing along after whatever, like I would, cause I, during COVID, I, I did live streaming of just covering Bon Jovi songs and for like an hour at a time. And I would just do that for, to, to, to bring back the community. So you know that that, great. that that that's where I was coming. That's where I'd be coming from. I I don't know if I'd necessarily go. Everyone would go for the for the um you know the concert and the private show. But I that doesn't like I know what he's going to do and I know how he's how he's going to be and that's that's fine. Right. And, and uh right. yeah, and I give him commands. Yeah, I didn't mean,
0: bother us because that's not why we went. Right. But we had a strong need to be there to be with those people at the Bon
1: yeah, I couldn't imagine what would it have been like for you if you went on that fan club trip in Florida and you find out that like everyone was negative for COVID except John, and we have to cancel the
0: show. <laughs> like, what would well, what would you, would your initial or like thoughtful reaction be? I mean, you it, it's non negotiable. Yeah, it's not like they could have fixed it and they didn't. Right, that would have that would have like if there if there was something that they messed up or yeah. there was a miscommunication or a miscue on the Bon Jovi management side right. and they didn't try to fix it, then I would be highly pissed.
2: Right. However,
0: COVID is non-negotiable. right? And But we know that going in, that there was a the possibility
2: yeah. that
0: anybody, and look at like Wolf Van Halen. Yeah. It wasn't even him. It was two people on his crew, and they canceled their last six shows. Right. You know, out of out of extreme caution, this is nothing to play with. And right. Right. John had no option. Yeah. John had no option. And but that's the that's the risk you take. And that during COVID, yeah. you get insurance on every travel plan. Yeah. Yeah. You have. You know. You you want to get reimbursed for your airfare? You want to reimburse. Buy the travel insurance because you'll wind up being okay. I, would, I think it's the ones that are to do that.
1: I'm glad they gave I, everyone I, a, I, they gave everyone a full refund, which is very nice, and they should have. I guess um, maybe myself they could they, they could have retained the hotel, but no, that's okay. They could they give it all back. It's good.
0: You know what I mean? But that's yeah. that's what I'm saying. Knowing that you're traveling during COVID, yeah. A what what would have happened? I mean, they were canceling flights left and right due to lack of staffing that could have occurred on their Uh journey to Uh Miami for that, you know? So I know everybody's so anxious to be back out and free and all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, Since COVID struck,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I've been to Eric church Mm -hmm. at the new um, arena at Belmont. Oh, cool. In New York. I've is that UBS? $50, UB... park. $50 parking. Stop <laughs> it.
1: This is the UBS uh, arena where the Islanders play?
0: Yes.
2: Yeah. Okay. It is gorgeous. Okay. It's
0: somewhere between a college, a library, and a museum.
2: Okay. Wow. Really
0: good sound, though. Like, see, the Prudential Center is not, is a hockey arena. Yeah. Just like this thing is. Mm-hmm. Just like the U.S. What is it? USB? What is
1: yeah, it? yes. Yeah, UBS. That's
0: UBS. The yeah. Um, the sound is terrible yeah. at the Rock. Yeah. Because I don't know if it's because it's so cavernous, but it was built to be a hockey arena, so whatever. Yeah. So you get what you get. Yeah. But the sound was really, really good yeah. there. And then I went to um the Wellmont in Mont- Montclair to see Daughtry. Oh, cool. Um, just last month which was really good. It was the Dearly Beloved tour, the new album. Oh, oh, cool. So it was mostly Dearly Beloved.
2: Nice.
0: Um, But always a good show. You know, always a good show. Eric Church was like amazing. Yeah. So, and the only other things I have this summer are um, June, Paul McCartney at MetLife. Um, uh, Elton John at MetLife in July. Wow. And then the week later, Keith Urban at PNC.
1: How's MetLife? I've ever been there. People say very sterile things about it. How's MetLife Met Met Stadium?
0: Oh, I hate it. <laughs> it has, well, no, I should say, I hate it compared to Old Giants. Right. Old Giants hold so many memories for yeah. me, but it was a wind bulb. Right. I mean, once you got a wind come up, like I'll never forget Bon Jovi going, I'd like to stay, but someone upstairs has you know a different idea and he was singing keep the faith but he finished keep the faith at risk of lightning and thunder so i have to give it to him for that nice um i don't like i don't like i don't think we needed a new stadium but whatever uh, yeah, it i looking like a radiator I, just,
1: I don't know how that i feel like there's i don't know what i'm missing yeah but it seems like no one likes the, it at all and their we're kind of it was stuck like
0: with 1.5 billion dollars jeez oh, and it looks like a radiator <laughs>
2: That's and such.
0: everything inside is gray. Oh. I mean, like Battleship Gray, all oh, the God. stairs, all the walls, everything, because the Jets and the Giants both play there.
2: Yep.
0: So they made it. I think it's very cool how it's interchangeable between the teams. That right. is cool. Yeah. Um, but there couldn't like the Jets were saying, oh, this shouldn't be red. That shouldn't be blue. Well, an exit sign has to be red. What can I tell you? You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's uh, this whole, like, thing. And, um, I actually saw, um, you know, Bon Jovi was opening the new MetLife right.
2: stadium. Right.
0: There was actually a show before that. Mm-hmm. No one talks about, but I was mm-hmm. at it. It was the Eagles with Keith Urban opening. Like, wow. and I want, my, well, my son wants. we had to write an essay about how Keith Urban's music has affected his life. He's autistic. My wow. son didn't talk until he sang Keith Urban's song.
2: Wow.
0: And once, he, once he sang a Keith Urban song, then he was able to talk. So then I realized that I could teach him by song. Wow. So I had to go back to like two plus two equals four. Tell me more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because I can't sing doesn't mean I won't sing. <laughs> um, and it was sponsored by Casey Masterpiece. And it was a campfire with Keith Urban. And we won that. And we had to leave after Keith Urban because it was raining so hard. Yeah, it started raining during Keith Urban. I'm like, well, at least I saw Keith Urban. i would seen the Eagles in 1982 at the old Giants Stadium. Um, I've seen Kenny Chesney there. I saw the last show with the old Giants Bruce when he said, "Bring on the Wrecking Ball" on the screen. I mm-hmm. saw that. That was my only Bruce show I've ever been into in my life. And the only reason I went is because tickets were available. I went by myself, which was totally fun. Yeah, and I made. Concert friend, yeah, just for that. And it was the last event in my blood of a Giant Stadium. Saw Bon Jovi there so many times, so, so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, the new one is very different feel, yeah. Um, and it's outside. I've seen, I've seen Kenny Chesney there. Um, I saw that tour there. Mm-hmm. I can't think of it. That's really it. I, yeah. I don't. I don't like to go to MetLife. I hate that statement. I hate the fact that it exists. You know, yeah, and the taxpayers yeah. paid for it. It's like, oh okay, why didn't you just refurbish the old one? True. You know, so it, all they did was move it across the parking lot. So I don't oh understand. I don't because know. They, you know, they <laughs> connected to the train and they closed down the arena and they Ugh. put up that stupid American Dream mall. With the ski slope and the Ferris wheel and the water park and the Legoland and
2: oh, it's still, they put that for there. Oh, wow, I'm
0: never going. Is it's there twenty four dollars to park there? Oh, Stop
1: Jesus! It. Is there an Izod I'm Center still there? Is that still there? The Izod Center and the Brendan Byrne Arena?
0: Yes, it it's is? attached to the American Dream Mall. And guess what? What? Bon, jo- bon Jovi used it as the rehearsal
1: space for this tour they're on. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's, so it still has a purpose. There's another
0: little Bon Jovi. I'm like, yeah. oh my God, they were right down the
1: road. I knew they went that to, Mo- fun, they used though. Mohegan Sun one time for rehearsing. Um, Cause the cool thing was I, I, I'm friendly with Hugh's uh, wife. Like I'd like to interview her down the road, but um, I got to talk to, she actually, I got to see her. She was in Utah. And uh, she was like giving away stuff or selling stuff because she's trying to move to Nashville. And I had a gig in oh. Utah. I had a gig in Utah the same night, and I drove out to like some, you know, some d- dive bar in like the middle of Utah in like the mountains. And she got to uh-huh. put me on the phone with Hugh for a few minutes, which was cool. And they were rehearsing in Mohegan, so
2: yeah, it cool. Was, it was cool. It was that cool. That was,
0: you know, I normally don't like casino shows, but Mohegan's Sun during Lost Highway was yeah. one of the best shows I've ever seen in my cool. life. Cool. Cool. They played Hey God. That's all I have to say. They played Hey God. And then another really good, good one that I saw was um, uh, MGM in Las Vegas. Yep. I had 103 fever, and it was still great. Yeah. I got sick on the plane.
2: Oh.
0: Um, But I normally don't like casino shows because – They cut them short because the casino owners don't want you jamming to your tunes. They want you spending your money. So I I try not to go to too many casino shows, but they jam-pack stuff in. So there's a, you know, it's a give and a go on that. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't, you know, to answer your question, I just really can't say that I'll never go again. Mm -hmm. But if it's over, I hope they don't do it again. Because John said he (laughs) wouldn't. Okay, But we all know John Lies. Remember that in the fan club that John (laughs) Lies?
1: Sounds like a Bon Jovi Uh, song. You know what?
0: You know, but what? he's a great, great, you know, story. You know, Mm -hmm. he did what he wanted and Mm -hmm. he did what he wanted to do. He followed his, you know, I know that sounds cliche. He followed his dream, but he did, you know, and look at the empire he built.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, but he still... Strives to give the fans the best performance, and the fact he's not that worries me. Yeah, so I'm not watching. (laughs) That's what I said. I'm
1: not watching. Okay, so then we'll wrap it up this way. Then we give me, give me, I know there's obviously all the hits, but are there like three to five non single Bon Jovi tracks that are your favorites? Like that, maybe they didn't get released as a single, but they're on the album, they're like the hidden gems. Maybe they don't play them live as much.
2: Say like, prayer. Oh yeah. Okay. Um,
0: they do play it. They played it more often in the end. Uh, diamond ring.
2: Yeah. Okay. Good.
0: Um, these arms are open all night. Right. Well, uh, there
1: because there's like open these these arms open arms and then there's like these arms are open okay that's the slower these one.
0: arms are open all night okay gotcha gotcha um, gotcha so I was about that. Yes. um
1: a lot of arms in these arms
0: i love love i i love love for sale i know it's a yeah. good song but yeah. I, know, I love it um yeah. i love their version you know um
2: uh
0: oh geez Oh, there's one off I have a Japan C D. Oh mm-hmm. god.
2: Off like a Tokyo. Um movie.
0: no. Mm-hmm.
1: It was like a B oh, side of a
0: single. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god, I really am getting it. wait. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. Okay. Um, <laughs>
2: it. um
0: gosh. That's, that's really hard to come up with, like a last, you know, uh, one that wasn't like a huge commercial, like, when I go to the ladies room at the mm. show, yep. it's during, it's my life, it's too commercial for me, I don't, okay. I don't, okay. you know, I've heard it enough, I don't need yeah. to hear it anymore, that's when I go, um, yeah. um, I can't think of the name of it, I said, why would this not ever hit? Um, want to say it was on bounce that a japan set okay i don't know john was just so good in it um yeah so i would say you know those are you know and i love these days from the beginning (laughs) Yeah. i didn't jump on the bandwagon you know that kind of thing what about you i'd love to hear your
1: um the ones that aren't singles i mean they came in so many phases cuz like I discovered the band during like in these arms was the first the impressionable preteen in me or teen in me that that got into the band and Right. that these days albums hit hard um yeah. but I love uh, in terms of b-sides I love loves the only rule that's great that's a great song uh the distance there mm-hmm. uh I liked love me back to life a lot um but even in even in the last album, mean like 2020 the album i feel like my favorite tracks were the 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 bonus ones like uh shine and then there was the other one uh, what is it, I can't look it did,
0: did you get the ep before this house is not for sale um came out oh, oh burning, bridges. burning
1: bridges i like oh, yeah, the teardrop to the Why? sea
0: that's teardrop. what i would ask him i would ask him that why, why, why did you not do that? Why did you why did you not promote that more? It's right. great. Yes. You know, as far as the current stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think they're not like those aren't like arena tracks, but I know. Yeah. I thought limitless was really but cool you, but yeah. But if
0: you're if you're you know, if you're trying to exercise the the yeah. muse yeah. in you yeah. and that was your muse at that moment. You know, and he always said he never wrote a song to make it a number one hit. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a hit. Because he said the ones that he didn't think were going to be hits paid for his house and his parents' house and the land and everything. You know what I mean? So he's always been very open, open like that. But and and we could wrap it up saying that there's a lot of good tunes that a lot of people don't know about from Bon Jovi because all they know is what they hear on the radio. They're very selective and very selective and very limited. Yeah. But um you know, still proud to be a fan. Yeah. Twenty twenty really shine
1: are. love can a bonus track on twenty twenty. Very good. So those were those were really good. I that's what I enjoyed the most. I have to
0: go listen to the bonus tracks. I didn't um oh, the shine, shine I love shine, can. shine I heard, but the other one i I didn't hear.
1: I know there's one um, I will drive you home. I I don't have that one, but I heard a lot of people like that as a as a bonus track. I will drive. I think it's maybe. I've been the, out
0: of the Bon Jovi loop. Yeah. I got to tell ya.
1: Yeah, that, that you. Yeah, that—that I think is worth looking up. But yeah, I'm
0: definitely—I'm I'm definitely going to. Yeah. Maybe. Um. But it was—it was so nice to talk to you and hear Damn. from you know your side of it. You know, <laughs> um, not just you know. Yeah. Good. A Jersey girl, you know, a fan from you know a girl fan from Jersey, but not a fan girl because I don't do that. But, you know, no, a Jersey I, girl. I dig it. I dig
1: it. Um, Good. If if people, if if, if by chance someone someone isn't isn't a Bon Jovi fan listening to this, uh, give them an album to start with. Should they just go right to Slippery When Wet, or should they go to These Days? If if Zach, I just listened to this podcast of a Bon Jovi fan for an hour.
0: I would start with Slippery When Wet, which they'd be more familiar with. Okay, and then I would go to New Jersey. Okay. And then I would go to these days. Okay. And then I would go to Have a Nice Day and then Lost Highway.
2: Okay.
1: Okay.
0: That would be my succession.
1: That's a plan. They
0: gotta start with the original to know where they came from. Yes. But awesome. uh keep the faith. I don't know, I real. I mean uh New Jersey I have a real, real I
2: don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Between then you'd have to go keep the faith. Between New Jersey and Keep the Faith, it kept me going through a very, very, very hard time in my life. And that's the thing about Bon Jovi's music. And it's like, you're the soundtrack of my life. You are the fabric of of my milestones. Right. You yeah. know, that kind of thing. So I don't know if they would appreciate it as much as we did. But if you gave them an option, and there's certain things on other albums, like Bounce, The Circle, yeah, you know. yeah. yeah. You know, how this house is not for sale. Not one of my favorites and that's okay. Yep. You don't like every teacher you have in school, you're not gonna like every <laughs> album that your favorite band releases, you know? Yep. So but I would start with the beginning. I would start with the beginning. Okay. And uh, you know, do a little research online and see what their motivation is. But cool. give it a chance for sure. Yeah.
1: Oh, all right. Awesome. So this is great catching up. We're gonna we're gonna share this with the the Bon Jovi world and beyond.
0: That that would be great. And are you going to make your baby a Bon Jovi fan? Uh,
1: Sure. My first kid doesn't, my first kid listens. I listen to a lot of emo. My kid, my kid knows the, for always like listening to, there's Bon Jovi radio on XM. So I do sometimes listen to Bon Jovi radio on Sirius XM, but I also listen to the emo project a lot. So it's very (laughs) strange.
0: Boy. The great divide lives within Evan. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see.
0: Hey, it's all good. It's all good. As long as there's music in your kid's life, you know, that's, that's what matters.
1: Yeah. Excellent. Cool. All right, my dear. All right. We'll we'll talk soon. This is awesome.
0: Okay. Let me know. Yes.
1: All right. That was Lori Broslovsky. We did that podcast old school. She called in on her phone Like she was trying to call into WPLJ. Uh, So hopefully more Bon Jovi shows are ahead. They definitely want to do a world tour. As if you follow them on TikTok, part of their uh, background photo has World Tour 2022 on it. So we'll see what happens. Um, I will continue to uh, lament and hopefully lament the departure of Richie Sambora. But always uh, keep, keep the candle burning. One light burning for Richie to come back and uh I feel like in some capacity he might. So so that's just me and I'm not going to leave it alone. I'm I'm not going to let his presence in the band end the way it ended. So uh that's enough for me. I could do, I could do a whole 15 minutes on on Richie. But uh We'll do some more non-Bon Jovi episodes with other Facebook friends. But I do have more Bon Jovi fan friends um, that we'll have down the road. Maybe it's one of maybe it's you who's listening right now that hasn't been on the podcast yet. But regardless, stay awkward, because you know I will.
0: Thanks for listening. Go to AwkwardWithEvan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Wexel.